Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, back to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Is this? Little Tommy Mullen teaser. Is it his birthday recently? Yes, yesterday. It is straight up 9.30 on the Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. If you're looking for a home, don't ever try to do it. Don't ever try to buy a home. Like what up? By yourself, like with a buy here, pay here, or one of those things. Oh, I gotta tell you, there's so many paperwork. When you sign up, when you buy a house, you just sit there for a half hour and sign papers, and you don't know what any of them say. They go, This one is for this, this one is for this, and you go, Okay, cool. And you just sign it blindly. That's why you really have to know uh, what you're doing and have somebody that's working for you. And that's why Jeffrey Borum is the guy, teamborum.com, because it's not just Jeff, he's got an entire team of people that work for you. You can go to teamborum.com, that's B O R H A M. And he's doing so well that lately you'll hear a bunch of uh, real estate people come out of work to try and, out of the woodwork to try and compete with him. But the best thing about Jeff is he lives here, grew up in the area. He's in the uh, St. Pete area. He knows the markets. He knows when things are coming on. He knows usually before everybody else when houses are coming on the market, when uh, there's one that's up there for a good price. And I'll tell you, hey, I, I actually found a house for time for Bobby, and I thought it would be great for him. And I sent it to Jeff, and Jeff said to me, if you want this house, buy it today because it'll be gone tomorrow. And I go, well, I can't. Just sending it to him. It was gone the next day. Oof. He just knows. He goes, is a house like this in this neighborhood that's asking this much money will not last long on the market. Somebody will buy it immediately. So if you wanted it, put it down, pay it down now. And that's the thing. You don't want to miss out on your dream house. You uh, find a guy like Jeff who will tell you, hey, this is your dream house, and you better buy it right now. Put in an offer, and this is the amount of offer you should put in because it's happening and it's going to go. You want a guy that has his pulse in the market. You want a guy who knows exactly what's happening and then has a team working for you. And this works both ways. If you're buying a home, looking for your dream home, or you're looking to sell it and maximize the amount that you can get for your home, Team Borum will help you out. Go to teamborum, B-O-R-H-A-M.com. You can look at listings that they have on their site, their featured listings, and you can get all the information that you need to see uh, about Jeff. From, uh, you know, uh, uh, 200000 to uh, $3 million, he has all price ranges, and he can definitely uh, get you into the home of your dreams. In fact, he's got a house in Dunedin on there for one point two million. That to me it's it's two thousand one hundred and sixty four square feet in Dunedin. Why is this a million dollar home? Like I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. understand that, but I'd have to ask him. That's it it seems like an oversized trailer. That's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's why Jeff Borum is the guy. Eight six six three oh eight seventy one oh nine or simply go to teamborum dot com. Uh, had a wonderful weekend in Port Charlotte. It was great to meet so many of our listeners down there. It's nice to know that uh we boom over there. I, I talked to uh, Flying Brian. You know Flying Brian? Flying Brian is who works for Brittany Gonzalez in Fort Myers. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know why out of both of them he had to be the one to come. I mean, why couldn't they send Brittany over yeah. there for a change? I'm kidding. It was good to see Brian. Brian was the first morning show here at Wild. 
in Tampa when it first launched. Oh, yeah? When everybody thought that people were dumb, man. They thought that those two guys were were doing a, a pirate radio station. On a boat? From a boat. Yep, I remember that. From a boat, and uh, everybody believed it. No, no, no. You have a boat. They're doing it from the boat. People just believe anything. <laughs> I mean, there was no internet, so there was really no way to to check if that was true or not. You just turned on the radio, and you heard them saying that. Yeah. I gotta be honest. I think I believed it too for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so uh, funny because you know how many different places did pirate radio right, and they're yeah. doing, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah, that was the thing. Because remember, Christian Slater had that movie where he had the pirate radio pump station. up the volume, pump uh-huh. up the volume. It was a big deal. So uh, they debuted with that, and they were um, they were on for a little while. I don't know what what changed over there. I think, and then wasn't oh man, Fisher. It was Fisher and Napoleon. It was Flying Brian and somebody else. And I think Orlando did afternoons at the time. It was a long time ago. But anyway, it was good to see him. Um, and you know what somebody reminded me of? Uh, I asked if they had seen Rob, because Rob d- did comedy out there. And I forgot about this. Do you remember when Rob first moved here and started working for the show? He had to fly back home for something right away, like the first couple of days. Yeah. And on the way back in, his plane got hit by lightning. Yes. And when they asked him what his name was, he said Mike Calta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was good. Like, see a good positive Rob story. <laughs> that was a long, a long ass time ago. That was did you get up ago. and do uh, some make 'em ups? I did. Yeah, how'd it go? I did four. Gio? I did four. <laughs> Gio was not there. I heard a lot of great things though. I don't know. Everybody tells you that it was great when they're there, but if you were there and it stunk, seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred. Seven seven one one zero two five. I will tell you, Galvin. I did not want to do it. Yeah. And then Bobby guilted me into doing it. <laughs> he breathed some confidence into me, but also he goes, "Oh." And I go, "What?" He goes, "Well, just like the last time we did this, it was like a good vibe. We all had a good time." And I go, "It'll be a good time." And I was like, "Yeah, whatever." I'm like, "All right, I'll do it." So I did well, it, and I was. Did glad you have stuff ready to go? No. Or did you just just do make 'em ups? No, no, no. I had I had some stuff that I had. Done some stuff I did last time, some stuff I did at Sidesplitter once. I just kind of made a little combination. I just kind of moved some stuff around, Made had a couple of COVID things that I put in there. Big topical. Topical, yeah. yeah. Um, did you do your Bill Clinton impression? No, no, I saved that. I saved that. <laughs> it's got to be 500 people or more. It's like um, I, I did, I did uh, have a good time, though. I felt confident in doing it. The first one was tough, and then the next three were awesome. I mean, awesome, like, feeling. I don't know how yeah. it went over with the crowd. <laughs> it seemed like it went good. I don't yeah. know. I think you people would have, you know, told you that night. They they had they had an, a host on Saturday. It was a host, a comedian, and then uh, me, and then Bobby. And they were like, um, the host is a uh, iHeart guy, Heart, iHeart radio guy from Fort Myers. I was like, okay. And they're like, how do you, he wants to know how you want to be brought up. I go... Oh, just introduce me as the more successful radio guy. <laughs> I mean, you should Spike. Yeah, you know, if on. anybody's not to introduce you, it's Spike. Yeah. I, I didn't think to take Spike with me. <laughs> yeah, here to he, here Gorda. He. I know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, what a fine treat in the evening. <laughs> Straight from the uh, castle, from the kingdom. He could have done some video and recut mm. it and stuff. Yeah, oh, oh. man. So then, do you bring up Bobby, or do you go and then the? Yeah, I w- I went and then I just brought up Bobby. So, but so the good thing for me is that uh, I have like six to ten minutes or so, and then I could go longer if I want or shorter if I want. When I'm ready, I just bring up Bobby. Yeah, but I finally have a closer, Galvin. Oh, yep, I have a closer uh-huh. that involved me singing. 
Yeah. And the crowd seemed to like that. Oh. And then I bring up uh and then I bring up Bobby. Uh oh, there's people that were at the show. All right, let's Ooh. go to uh Frank. Good morning, Frank. Uh you were at the show what what night? Friday night, Saturday night? I was there for a late show Saturday night. You guys friggin' killed it, man. Oh my brother, my brother was with my brother was with me and he was crying. Uh, Bobby is is uh, you know one of my best friends, but he is easily one of the funniest guys you'll ever see do stand up. I promise that. Oh my god, he he wouldn't give up on that guy with that cowboy hat with red blue cowboy hat. Yeah. Oh my god, that guy was his trip. <laughs> How did I do? Was I okay? Oh, you did good. You did great. No, no, no. I saw you the last time you were here with Bobby, and you you did good then too. But this one, this one here, you did a hell of a lot better. Oh, all right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, and thank you for coming out. Um, I got up there, Galvin. Yeah. And immediately to the left of the stage is a good 400-pounder, 5'10", 400 pounds, <laughs> wearing a cowboy hat that is red, white, and blue striped. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, I could not not say anything to America. Him. I looked at him, and I go, what the hell are you wearing? <laughs> and I said, I'm not mad at you. I feel your pain because... If somebody's wearing that hat and looking good, Kid Rock's wearing it and he's looking good, but it, your head is too fat for it. <laughs> and I have those same problems. You can't wear a cool hat if you have a fat head. But then that guy added, he was like, I'll wear this red, white, and blue hat, and then I'll wear a bright orange shirt and then a vest over it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Got to have the whole look, man. Was he colorblind? Look. No. Is he that was a just, possibility? He was or just blind. Ridiculously confident. See, I'm going to go do some make-em-ups. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, all right, let's go to uh, Dr. Dan, who was also at the show. Hello, Dr. Dan. Hey, good morning. Uh, yeah, I was there Friday night. Uh, I thought your set was really tight, Mike. I thought you did a great job. Oh, well, thank you. Um, and, and, and Bobby, you know, his crowd work kills. I mean, he is just, he plays people off each other so well. He is. He really is unbelievable at that. Like, I know his act. I saw four shows that weekend alone, and to see how far he veers off from what he planned on doing because he can annihilate the crowd was fantastic. It was good. He did good. Well, I'm glad you had a good time, sir. Thank you. Well, we love having you in Charlotte County, man. It's great seeing you. Oh, thank you, man. I love being out there. That's the thing. Even even uh, if it was mediocre, the people there were so nice. I met so many people that listened to the show afterwards. Uh, uh, it seemed to me a much older demo of a crowd, but that makes me even happier to know that, you know, the wide variety of people that listen to the show. So it was fun. We'll be out there. We'll be well. Bobby is back here at Side Splitters on uh, September 10th that weekend, the weekend before the birthday bash. So uh, I'll probably go up on stage then too, oh, do some make them up. Yeah. So you like that? We have new material. I love it. Uh, let's go to line twelve. They were there as well. Hi, uh, who is this? Hey, what's up, Mike? Out the medicine man. Oh I no, just he was not. Say I'm still alive. <laughs> Yeah, good. I like. Listen, I like. If you can call once a month and just let me know you're alive, that's all I care about. I mean, I, I can call you almost every day by one. No, 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 no. no. I'm no, saying right. once a month is more than enough. I know everything is still screwed up. Now we got to worry about that damn Delta variant. <laughs> yeah. What What is your take on that? Um, I would have been vaccinated for, with the Pfizer back in April. You were vaccinated already. One shot Pfizer. And a double shot. Double shot. Yeah, three weeks. Yep. Well, then uh, you should be good. Go out there and just lick everybody. Yeah. All right. See you later. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. I would imagine he's the face of high risk. 
He's the, know, fa- he's he's the face healthy. of COVID. Yeah, he's pretty he healthy. He rides his bike yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But I mean, the age alone is No, not, you're right. Yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah. He's the face of that bat. There yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's covered himself in so much copper that COVID cannot get in there. Yeah. Could be. Uh, let's go to Rick. Rick, good morning. You're on the Mike Calder Show. Hey, Mike. How you doing? It was. Uh, I was there Friday night, late show. I was a guy with uh, that Bobby was picking on because I had a young girlfriend. About the same yeah. age as my daughter that was yeah. with us as well. Met yeah, you after s- the show. You say well. pick, picking on you, but really we were extremely jealous of your uh, of the way things worked exactly. out for us, sir. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an absolutely wonderful time, and I couldn't I couldn't hardly get a word out when he was talking because my had cotton mouth. I'm you know I just turned sixty one yesterday, and I and I was uh, somebody had given me a rice krispie treat that it would be a nice it was a special <laughs> and my uh, damn teeth were stuck to or my lips were stuck to my teeth I couldn't hardly talk that's why I can't do edibles man because I'd be the same way like, at one point it just shuts down yes and, if, and then he, he said you guys are about the most funnest couple I've ever ever met talking you know very sarcastically but uh, it was it was great I thought you did a fantastic job I was very impressed and the uh, food there was great. I, I would definitely go back there again. And, yeah, uh, the, it was hilarious. Oh, thank you, man. I'm glad you had a good time. Appreciate you being a good sport. Uh, and thank you. Uh, the food there at Visani is great. I said that before we went out there. I'm telling you, there there are comedy clubs that are like, oh, come on, try our delicious food, and then they're just microwaving stuff for you. <laughs> this this has a full kitchen, and it's it's uh, awesome. Uh, let's go to Gene. Good morning, Gene. Gene was at one of the shows. Hi, Gene. How are you? Hey, fantastic, Mike. How are you this morning? Good. What's happening? Not much, man. We had such a good time at the show on Friday. I introduced myself. I'm your listener from Barcelona, and we just moved back to the Port Charlotte Lake Susie area. Carmen, have you met Gene before? I've not met him in person, but he was the one who was actually helping me plan my trip yeah. to Spain. You may want to go with him. He's yeah. like a goddamn bullfighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gene is the one who sent me my uh, Barcelona football club uh, mask. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, had- I, I was waiting for you to just bust out some like Michael Jackson, Sergeant Pepper outfit and stab a bull in the head. I mean, you're not <laughs> No, but you uh, you had it was such a great time, man. Robert Kelly killed it, but even you with the makeup ups, wasn't sure what to expect, and it w- it was awesome. It was oh. so much fun. Well, good. I'm glad you had a good time. It was good meeting you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And hopefully, you guys will be back down again because we'd love to see Pitbull toddler play. So we're, we're looking at uh, we're looking at September 24th for that date. But I'll let everybody know once we get it locked in. Ten minutes up the road, man. Have a great day, all you guys. I show up next time, brother. We missed you. Thank you, pal. Appreciate you, the. Uh, all right. Appreciate the call. Gene's uh, yeah. a uh, chef, too. Oh, dude. That guy, he's like, um, I don't know, he's probably like our age, but he's in really good shape, and he's uh, he's got a full head of hair, and he's like, hello, I am from Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, uh, all right, last call, Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. You're on the Mike Calter Show. Good morning. I was there on Saturday at uh, the 6 o'clock show, and my wife laughed the whole time, and she's Asian, doesn't get a lot of the jokes, but she was just laughing the whole time. <laughs> it was great. So, and uh, I went up at the end, I, I shook her hand, and I got to see Robert, and I said, Robert, uh, do you know that the reason why uh, Mike can't build the loft up there for you to eat above his kitchen cabinets? I go, that's where his hurricane emergency refrigerator is. And he goes, really? And I go, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. Uh, pre- appreciate you guys coming out. Thank you and your in-prison okay, Asian thanks. wife. It was thank great. Uh, but- thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, so that's been the big deal. Everywhere I go now, people are calling me Mikey Ninefridge. Um <laughs> Because Robert Kelly started counting the refrigerators that we have. It's a very logical thing, though, if you think about it. When you move, if you have, like, a nice refrigerator or a, gar- or a garage refrigerator, you take it with you. 
So I did. I took the one with me from my old home. Then I did my kitchen, and we had a really nice refrigerator in there that we were replacing, so I kept that one, too. I didn't want to – I figured eventually we'd throw the old one out. But then COVID hit, and I'm like, well, we should start – we just need to store stuff in here. And I have a freezer, a meat freezer. So now I have three out here. Then the house itself came with, like, four built-in mini fridges. Then I built the kitchen outside, and I put one in there. Then I bought a mini fridge for Juliana's little clubhouse. Then – I mean, I just started adding all of a sudden. I was like, oh, yeah, we have nine refrigerators <laughs> in this house. It is a little bit insane, but I didn't put them all in here. Is the outside kitchen area, is that all done now? <laughs> <laughs> Calvin, why would you assume that it's something that's started being built in October of last oh. year would be would be done already? I mean, all the parties we've had. Oh. I have, like, uh, it, I, I should say the, the um, important components are all work. The beer taps? Well, the beer taps are hooked up, but there's no... Oh. I gotta have the Budweiser guys come and like that, really hook that yeah. up, but um, like I use the grill, I use the uh, the griddle. I love the griddle, and those sort of things work. Um, but there's like you know there's finishing touches, things that need to be done. Mm. I had to hire mm. a separate electrician to come in and do the finish work it up. To finish that up. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. speaking of electricians and lights and stuff, uh, has anybody noticed they're replacing street lights with like this weird blue black like? Weird lights now. Have you noticed that? Like no. they're it's, it's like, yeah, it's almost like purple looking. It almost looks like a black light that you would have posters, and you'd be like, "Oh, look at freaky posters!" At, at like uh, so many different lights that I see now are like a weird purple. I've seen it. I've seen it. You've seen it? Testing Is it. it to not like bother people in their houses? Maybe, but it. it I don't know what it does because it looks weird and it's uh, you know still bright and everything, but. Uh, it's weird because you see them and you're like, am I in a nightmare? What is going on? No, I, I have not, but now I want to be more conscious of it and yeah. see if I can find it. It, it, seems, I, it seems like Joe said they're replacing yeah. ones. If they burn out, they replace them now with these weird purple lights. They changed, In my neighborhood, they changed all the street lights to LEDs and because they, they don't have to replace them as often. Well, that's, what, last, that's what I thought Galvin was going to say. That yeah. it's all... But they're like, oh, these are like white light where they used to be kind of like an orange, yeah. orange kind of tint. Weird. Um, I am uh, on the neighborhood watch kind of page, you know what I mean? Like for and it's not just my neighborhood; it's like within like a five mile radius, all the neighborhoods around here. And there's it's a lot of it's mostly people complaining about you're done with driving too fast in the car in the glove compartment. It's just all a bunch of Karen stuff. But I saw what might be the best one yet ever yesterday. People have cameras everywhere now, and you can share your Ring doorbell video. If you if you get something on there, you can get a link, and you can share that with the neighborhood. This lady posted a video. It is a grown man who is wearing a red shirt and shorts. It looks like he's probably in his mid-40s, and he climbs their fence, goes up to their garbage can, looks in it, and then climbs in the garbage can and shuts the lid. <laughs> sits in the thing. Shut in, up. In the middle of the day, Carmen. In the middle of the day. And, uh, Why? And, then, and then the second is video, his name Oscar. <laughs> he does look grouchy in the second video. It's just on the garbage can. And then all of a sudden, at some point, he pops up from the garbage can, looks around, doesn't see anything. And then they start yelling at him because you could talk through the cameras. They're like, get out of our yard. We've already called the police. Here. <laughs> and the guy gets out of the garbage can, walks over. And casually hops over the fence and takes off. So the good thing about the neighborhood sites is that somebody posted that on there, and they were like, "We had that guy. He just jumped the fence in our yard." So if I had a guess, I would say he got caught and he was trying to hide out, and uh, he went in. But he went in, 
Went over to the garbage can, looked in, and then just crawled in there and, and shut the hood. So weird. Creepy. It, is so, it was so creepy. And then, of course, I have to start to think, can I shoot him? And can I shoot him into the garbage can, or do I have to... Through the can? No, you just yeah. shoot him through the can yeah. and leave it out there. Then I'll take it out. Or yeah, you duct tape it closed. And then oh, shoot. Oh, while he's and then in there. While he's in there, and then you can't do anything. You just put it out on the curb and call the police oh, and say, hey, yeah. he's, in, he's in the trash. No, 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 trash no. Face. You, you, you right duct tape out. it really close. You close really good, and then you tie it to the back of your car and drag him around the neighborhood. Yeah, yes. you duct tape it, and then you just throw it in the swamp out back. Yep. Oh. I, I I have to tell you, I don't want the guy on my property, but I don't know what if he was like, oh, man, uh, I just had some guy chasing me, and I went and hit out. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry I shot you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I kind of no. need to know a little bit about the, about the whole story. Just pop the lid open before you shoot and ask him a couple questions and say, all right, well, now it's time to I, die. I don't I'm think sorry. it's time to do an interview. Well, you know, you, know mm. you have the gun. You have the power, you know. Mm, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I saw that, and I was like, that would freak me out if a man just crawled into my yard and got into my... Garbage can. He's touching probably, your cans, yeah. Michael. You can't allow that. No, I would tell you, you're not recycling. Yeah, exactly. Like when you say that story, I imagine Joe and Gio and I are walking up to come in here in the morning, and somebody just pops out oh, one of your garbage cans oh. and runs down the street. That would freak me out. Oh my god, I would never be the same. Did anybody watch that last blockbuster documentary? No, no. I saw part of it. It's pretty damn boring, but I did watch it yesterday. Yeah, it's it's interesting because they tell you how. How Blockbuster really pushed all the mom and pop videos? Yeah, they 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 squeezed out all the mom and pops, even the ones that tried to like stand their ground and say they're not going to close. They said, "Fine, either you sell to us, we buy you out, or we open across the street and we put you out of business in six months, anyways." So you have you have no choice. That's business. There is still one open though, right? The last one is still going. The last one open is in Alaska. No, no, no. No, I think Oregon. Oregon, yeah. Yeah, there was like two or three of them. The one, two of them were in Alaska. The one that the documentary about is about is in Oregon. Yeah. But I thought that they said the last one is in Alaska. Yeah. I think she closes down the one in Oregon. Yeah, and they sent them a bunch of uh, paraphernalia from the other store. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where they're holding the the final (laughs) blockbuster. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty interesting, and it, they interview all the people that you think would be big blockbuster fans: Kevin Smith, yep. Brian <laughs> Posehn, uh, just a bunch of nerds. This says uh, today one remains in Bend, Oregon. It has been dubbed the oh, last that's the blockbuster. One. That's yeah, the one that the documentary is about. Yeah. I thought that they said that there was the one in Alaska, but uh, by the way, the purple lights. I figured out what it is. I googled it, and there is up in New York. This is happening, and I guess it's because they're replacing. The old, less efficient ones with LED lighting, but there's some sort of defect. And oh. after a little while, they turn purple. It looks like a nightmare. <laughs> it looks like you're in a nightmare. It's I mean, so I mean, weird. It's, it's also That's exciting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, purple well. Lights, purple <laughs> lights. Just Thank so you know, anytime you see a purple light, there's a guy in a trash can. Oh, my God. He's living in there. He's living in there. Uh, Before we wrap up the show, I want to remind everybody, uh, we talked at great length about this at 6 o'clock. The birthday celebration is happening, and um, you you don't have to like me to want to celebrate the birthday. It's a three-day party that we're doing at the Postcard Inn. September 17th through the 19th, and 19th, we're headed over to the tailgate party for the Buccaneers-Falcons game. It's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, our, our friend Bobby Kelly will be here. Maybe some other surprise people will be here. Uh, get your room at the postcard in now because they're jacking up the prices. Go to theboneonline.com to get all the information. Got a private uh, luau on Friday where we're going to have a pig roast and a DJ and a big party. Then on Saturday, we got a volleyball tournament. Pimple, Pimple Toddler is going to play Saturday night. Everybody's welcome, whether you are staying there or not. You're welcome to come join us at the postcard in for the celebration. But we want you to get a room. And hang out so you're there for the whole weekend. 
And that could be like a, a precursor to our uh, cruise, which, of course, is happening in April of next year. Check us out on Instagram.com slash the Mike Caldas Show. I put some good videos up there. Pictures of Pap Papper up there, Spanish in his raincoat. All the things you never thought this morning that you'd see in one day is happening. Check out the after show, followed by Roger and JP into Drew Garabo Live, into the Soul Brother Kevin show. It's Johnny B. And then we wrap up, uh, and we're back again in the morning. Tomorrow, I think it's Sebastian tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco will join us on the show. He is coming. This is a guy who could not sell out side splitters in Carrollwood. For five years, we had Sebastian on, and he has never sold out side splitters. And now he is playing at the Amelie Arena. Show you how far your career can go in a short amount of time. Yeah, he did like, what, two or three nights at Madison Square Garden yeah. or something? Yeah, crazy. Ma, ma, I mean, <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Uh, Sebastian will join us on the show tomorrow, as well as Dominic Ferriello. Big guinea day tomorrow. All the guineas will be here. Yes. And Steve Byrne will be in with us on Thursday. Yes, not a guinea. Not, no. not a guinea. No. Uh, yep, we got a good week for you, so uh, make sure you check it out. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Goodbye. to Tampa Bay's most listened to morning show, The M- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.